This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of parental disapproval and national bigotry in the United States and the United Kingdom. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jay. My name is CJ, and we are your co-conspirators in plotting whatever it is that uh, cishet people think it is we're talking about. Ah, but CJ, what's on the buy schedule for today? Today we're talking to Tabs, all the way from London. And then we'll play a game. Hurrah. <laughs> so that's that's it. That's the schedule. Hi, Tabs. Hello, hello. How's it going? It is going good. How are, how are you across know, the pond? I know, All the way from London town. I feel like, I don't know, because <laughs> you have a lot of American guests, so I'm like all of a sudden super conscious of my English accent, but you guys like that kind of thing, don't you? I'm... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I... I, I I am like ninety nine point nine 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 percent confident that there will be zero complaints <laughs> about that. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about you, Taps. Okay, so I'm uh, I actually just turned thirty four. Um, I identify as a butch. Di- oh my god, that was my dog. <laughs> just give me one second. <laughs> oh no, Louis. Oh my god, the fuck's name is Louie. Okay, so yeah, my name's Tabs, I'm uh, 34, I live in London, I identify as a butch dyke, Um, I am a musician and a composer, and I also run a club night called Butch Please. Oh, what a good name. Which, I I was about to say, that just has to be like... One of, if not the best names for a queer club I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I think it's definitely had a really big appeal just because it's humorous and uh, people love butches. And definitely in London, mm. like there's there's definitely been a need for a space which celebrates butch identity and butch culture and butch femme culture. So yeah, it's definitely been something which has kind of exploded in a way I never really imagined. And it's kind of grown now and taken on a life of its own, which is really wonderful. That's lovely. I am curious because like the, it, as it is a, like, like you're curating a butch, uh, friendly space and you identify as butch yourself, like what does that look like to you? Uh, but, like uh, yeah, I mean, people ask me quite a lot. I mean, I I, uh, I do identify as a woman. Um, and mm-hmm. for me, butchness is is centered around being a woman, although I understand it's not for everybody. Um, but I, uh, I think for me, it's like a way of moving through the world and experiencing a lot of the negative stuff which comes your way uh, as a butch dyke and a butch woman. And um, despite that, um, being having my dog is chewing on it oh Louis (laughs) sorry okay yeah so uh, (laughs) he's got this yak milk chew 
It's like yak milk made into yeah. a chew. I got it from oh. the health store. It was like 15 pounds. Uh, but it's like all organic. And but when he chews it, he's like, so he's like making this weird noise. Um, yeah. So yeah, for me, Butch is, uh, is really about moving through the world and the world reacting to you in the way that it does, often in quite a negative and challenging way and having the courage to be yourself and carry on no matter what. Mm. What, what are some of, if you don't mind me asking, what are some of like the specific challenges you notice uh, being Butch? Well, I think that, you know, the first thing is that uh, I think people see you as in Hannah Gadsby. Uh, I don't know if you know comedian who did Nanette. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I often quote her because she, it really struck me the way she talks about being an incorrect woman. And I think it's, I think definitely as a Butch Dyke, you definitely suffer from being what people perceive as an incorrect woman. Like you're transversing the boundaries of, mm. of what woman is. I mean, it's not just Butch Dykes that do this, of course. There's all sorts of women, trans women women of color who also do this. Um, but I definitely feel like uh, once you start to push those boundaries and start to challenge people's idea of what what a woman is, uh, people feel very uncomfortable and often quite threatened. And I mean, I, I don't know about what's happening in the States, but here in, here in the UK, since Brexit and, uh, you know, hate crime is hugely increased and there's a lot mm. more homophobic hate crime on the streets and everywhere else. And um, so it's definitely a big challenge. I mean, I suppose specifically what I'm talking about is threats of violence. Yeah, I, I follow a couple of people um, on social media who are in the uh, mm. UK and have definitely observed those sort of patterns, especially yeah. of late. And I wish I could say it was different in mm. the United States. <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could say that. Yeah, uh, we got a big fight on our hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same shit, different yeah, country. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Would you believe everything's going bad? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, and I always say, I think probably potentially some of the hardest battles are yet to come. Um, and I think it's really important that our community understand. I mean, I often say this in London, that, you know, our community understands and celebrates our differences and comes together to lift up each other's voices and support each other because we're seriously going to need it. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. No, and you know, that's that's part of starting a club night for me. I mean, I think a lot of people see club nights just a party or whatever. And, you know, obviously it is. It's a party and it's fun. But for me, it's really political yeah. as well. Like, it's really radical for trans, non-binary, butch dykes, lesbians to come together in that way, um, in that space. It's really radical and it's really important. And it's really important that we connect with each other in real life and understand each other's experiences and also know that, you know, we're not alone. Like other people have walked that line and they've survived and they have had wonderful full lives. So I, I think it's, I think all of that is really good for kind of, you know, keeping us all going. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, our queer history of revolution, a lot of it starts right, in nightlife, right. like the, the clubs, the, uh, the balls, yeah, all of, of that, like certainly in the United States, like so much of our history is rooted in our ability to gather in spaces despite being told that we can't. And, and I mean, also one of the things that's quite unique about Butch Please is I really encourage a kind of intergenerational dialogue. Uh, meeting older Butch mm. women has been a really big part of my life, big part of my coming out. Just, you know, because there aren't Butch women in the world that have kind of, you know, normal lives. I mean that you see on TV or in films a lot of the time. You know, when I there was a prison right. drama on the BBC here when I was a kid and it, it had 
had some lesbians in it and I, I I genuinely thought you had to go to prison to be a lesbian you know so I think oh, <laughs> I gosh. think and obviously this kind of still continues to this day with Orange is the New Black and stuff like that I mean obviously oh, yeah. I'm not saying that those shows aren't good and people shouldn't enjoy them but I think uh, just looking for those kind of positive I, I didn't really understand what my life could look like as a butch dyke I really didn't and it wasn't until I mm. met older women and understood that they have wonderful full lives um and are really wonderful people. And uh, so I, I really feel like, you know, a lot of people meet online these days, but I think maybe you wouldn't pick someone who was a little bit older than you to be someone that you had a connection with or to be someone that's going to be meaningful in your life. And I definitely feel like older and younger people come together and connect at Butch Please um, in a way which is really positive. For sure. It's so wonderful. It's like, it is, yeah. it is. It's like um, online... Online has, like, sort of blessings and curses with it, where it's, like, online you're able to, like, you're more able to sort of curate what mm. voices it is and who it is you're yeah. interacting with, which sometimes is a benefit because it's, like, oh, great, I can see, like, all these different queer people or, like, I don't have to be listening to, like, Trump supporters, I can unfriend them. Mm. Um, but <laughs> then, like a, like, a public environment sort of, like, makes it a lot easier to facilitate conversations with people that you might right, exactly. never have thought to. Totally. Yeah. 100%. So, that's, that's lovely. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, so would you like to talk about your uh, queer journey, what it is that led you to your experience as it is today? Um, wow, where do you start? You know, because I definitely was one of those kids who felt, I always felt like a butch type. I was thinking of that bit in in uh, <laughs> Alison Bechdel's um, Fun Home, you know, and she, the Ring of Keys moment where she sees this Butch Dyke <sighs> in, the, in the cafe or whatever, isn't it, with her dad, and it's just like, yep, that that would be me then, <laughs> you know, definitely was how I felt when I was younger, and I was, I just always was really Butch, and I think, like a lot of Butch women, I spent most of my teens trying not to be that way, and that's really difficult and it's actually soul destroying is what it is you know and encouraged by my family who obviously didn't you know wanted me to be different and um you know uh when I was little one time I went out to play in the street and I put my dad's clothes on and I ran out in the street or just up in my dad's clothes and I remember my mum came out into the street in front of all the other kids and she just stripped me naked of all these clothes in front of these other kids and, you know scolded me for wearing these clothes out you know I was literally like seven years old I hadn't done anything wrong you know but I was ritually oh humiliated you know in front of the other kids for for wearing these clothes wearing my dad's clothes and uh you know so it's, it's uh powerful stuff isn't it how what you wear and uh how your hair's cut you know a lot of people I think it's funny I think people think it's like fancy dress sometimes uh but it's not obviously and um <laughs> right. uh this is who I am but yeah so um and when I left for university I left to move to London and I thought well, that's it I'm gonna come out but when I got to university there were, I didn't there weren't many I didn't really find any queer people and I I still felt like it wasn't something which I could do and then I actually went on to do a law degree after that and I don't know I just it's really weird because I just sat in the pub and with someone that I just met and I just said oh yeah, well, I'm, I'm gay. As sort of like part of a conversation, it just kind of, this thing is so massive in your head and then it just kind of came and went in a really quick, <laughs> weird way. And then I was like, oh, I guess, I guess that's it now then. 
And it kind of was, but it's weird, right? Because it's just like this thing that you were never supposed to say and then you just kind of casually say it and the world doesn't stop turning and the sky doesn't fall in and uh, you just mm. have another drink and <laughs> keep chatting. So, um, yeah, I always, I don't know, I, I need to unravel that a little bit more. But, yeah, I've always found that experience was quite odd because that genuinely was my first kind of coming out. And uh, then I kind of got involved in queer, queer scene in London after that. I went to a, a club, which is still running actually, called Bar Whatever, which definitely had a lot of, lot more women, a lot more trans people, a lot more butch dykes, and then that was it really. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a musician, so I, I, uh, I didn't want to go go to the club on my own, so I actually got the promoter to book me to perform, so I'd have like a reason to be there the first time I ever went. So <laughs> I actually went down and played my guitar, like um, sang some songs, and that was it. I met like. Loads of people who I then the next week I moved in with them and uh, into my amazing lesbian house share of my dreams. And uh, that was it, you know. So, yeah, I mean, being um, knowing I was butch, that was all that was all happening at the same time. There was no question around that for me. Um, yeah, that was it, really. The rest is history. History. <laughs> <laughs> As they say. Yeah, but... Personally, I gotta say that booking yourself to perform at a space because you don't want to be there by yourself is a huge mood for me. Oh my gosh, that's a power move, though. <laughs> it says a lot about me, I think, probably. <laughs> and, you know, uh, this club night is still running. It's amazingly successful. It's like 15 years running now in London. Um, and uh, nice. the promoter who runs it, a really good friend. And, um, yeah, it's uh, uh, awesome that these spaces exist and uh yeah yeah um i was interested because like i i knew you were a musician from when yeah, you first yeah. emailed us um i'm really curious about the trait because you mentioned that you went to school for law yeah 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 <laughs> i don't really t- <laughs> that's don't a very interesting transition people are just like what and i'm like oh i don't even know how to explain <laughs> I actually wanted to be a barrister, which I don't know if you guys know. That's like the, in, in the UK, that's like the people that wear the wigs and kind of stand up in court in the gown. It's like this really, you know, kind of, kind of like performing actually, um, which is huh. what I wanted to do. And I wanted to change the world. And um, honestly, when I started to kind of get into, well, look, firstly, I was doing it because it made my parents happy. And secondly, sure. I, I, I wanted, you know, I wanted to change the world, thought I could make a difference. Um, and you can hear my little dog walking around now. <laughs> but um, when I started to get into it, I just, I don't know, I just didn't feel at home with the peop- the other people that were mm. kind of doing it. And um, I, I got a couple of opportunities to sing on, on a couple of songs as a feature artist. And I took them and then through that, I kind of got a manager. And then, yeah, I wrote a couple of songs that became big hits um, and in the UK. And then um, it kind of went from there. It, I I don't know. I just, I ch- I chucked it in, got tattoos, cut, you know, make sure my hair was super, got a buzz cut and was like, right, cool. This is what I'm doing now. And I just, <laughs> I've never regretted it. I mean, I kind of, I kind of sometimes have a pang of like, I wish I was maybe doing something which made like a big difference the way maybe being a lawyer can do but then I think actually the other things I do do make a difference to people's lives just in a different way so 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to be the stereotypical artist who says this all the time, but like the I arts know, make a I difference know, for, for sure. sure. And, you know, when people message you and say, like, you know, your record has changed changed my life, or I listen to it every day, or you know, and that's just really amazing. And you know, music changes my life every day, so you know, hopefully, my music will do that for other people. Yeah. I sort of had like a, a backwards conversation the other day where um, I was somewhere and the person I had just met found out I'm an actor and he like freaked out and he was like, um, started talking about like how that makes a difference because of the context of acting I was talking about. And he was just like, oh, and I'm just doing like this other thing over here. Mm. And it's just like, we're all doing good. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. We're all doing our own thing and helping the world in our own way yeah and you know mm-hmm. there's nothing without art i mean that's uh, that's how mm. i feel there's nothing come on absolutely i mean yeah uh i think but i think it can be hard it's hard to survive as an artist um i've had incredible highs and incredible lows i've made lots of money and i've made no money i've you know performed in big stages and small ones and it is you've got to be ready for the ride i think and um but I think I'm finally getting to that stage now where I'm just like, I'm all right with saying to people, I am a musician, I am a composer, this is what I do, you know. And um, But that can be hard. It can be hard. You're right, because people always say, no, but what's your real job? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what do you do for money? Yep. You know, and it's like, okay. What's your day yeah, job? Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's... <laughs> I'm lucky enough that I got to the stage where it can be my job. Um, but, um, yeah, I think sometimes people's reactions are hard to deal with, and I think artists should... Definitely stand up and say what they do and be proud of it. Yeah. I think so. Uh, so, Tabs, what is something you would like to tell cishet people for the very last time and then you <laughs> never have to hear about it again? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> How to choose, right? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. You know, there's, 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 I, I've, often, I've said this before, but people often say to me, like, oh, you know, why do you want to look like a man? And I always feel like I want to ask them, why is it so hard for you to see me as a woman? And I think, like, if I could say one thing, I, I, I think I would say, like, there are all different types of women in the world. Um, and, you know, obviously along with that, there's all, so, there's all sorts of ways of expressing gender and sexuality as well. But I think definitely for me as a butch dyke, I feel like we need to fight for the right for women to to be different in all their glorious ways that they do because they do exist. And um, hopefully as part of that, they'd understand that butch women exist as well. I think we exist. We've always existed. Mm. And, and we're going to continue oh, to yeah. exist. Yeah. That's a, yeah. So I would say that, I think. <laughs> What always cracks me up, um, like particularly being within the transgender mm. community, um, is you see uh, people, uh, usually like people assigned mm-hmm. female at birth and then like present more mm-hmm. masculine and then everybody's like, uh, either like, oh, like you might as well be a boy dressing like that. Like, why can't you act mm-hmm. like a girl? And then eventually they come out as a transgender Mm. man and then everybody's like, well, can't you just be a butch woman? Like, why do you have to say that you're a man? It's like, can you make up your mind? (laughs) Mm. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's, I think the, some of the conversations and difficult conversations we have within the community are, you know, they are connected to what's going on outside of our community. 
I think some people think like, you know, the queer community is like a kind of like little enclave and everything's amazing in here and everybody's nice to each other. And I, I think it is more problematic than mm. that. I think obviously people absorb what's going on around them in the world. And then that somehow gets fed back into the conversations we have with each other. And it's, you're right, because what, what you're saying, what that's really about is you're never quite good enough. You're always a little bit incorrect. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, no, <laughs> no, you're not. You know, you're not incorrect. There is a way to be you. And it's totally perfect. Mm. And there's proof because you're doing it. Right, exactly. And, yeah. and you know what? We're not the first people. We are not, you know. Many people have done it in the past and many people will do it ahead of us. Yeah. That's... And you letting your own light shine will give permission for others to do the same. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I think being an artist as well is important for me in that respect because it's about taking a lot of that negativity and turning it into something beautiful and positive. Uh, and putting it out into the world. That's why it's so nice um, to actually get to learn about, like, queer history mm. now with, like, I don't know, the internet and people actually being allowed to publish things about yeah. it. Um, where you can look back and be like, oh, there's always been people like yeah, me. exactly. <laughs> or there's people who did what I want to do, and if they did it X amount of years ago, I can do it now. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean... And I think just because it's not on the internet doesn't mean it didn't happen, um, personally. Yes. Sure. And I think, obviously, it's amazing there's so much queer history now being put onto the internet. Um, that's massively been inspiring for me. But also there's lots that isn't. Um, and there's a lot of books that or, already have come out. And there's there's lots there. And there's lots of, you know, older queer people to talk to and, and find out about their history. And we yes. can't let it disappear. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, I th I think the I, I felt like when I started Butch Please, it has a kind of nostalgic element. I kind of started around the time the Herstory Instagram started up. And I've always really loved like a lot of 80s and 90s, um, particularly like lesbian mm. kind of photography and stuff that was going on, like Della Grace Volcano and people like that. And I always loved those images. I thought they were just so cool, like just the coolest and I think a lot of people were rediscovering particularly kind of like a lesbian history through those sort of um those images and uh, so I definitely tried to make that sort of nostalgic element part of Butch Please as well like a lot of the images I use and stuff um and people love it because you're just like oh my god there was yeah. like loads of magazines in the 90s 80s and 90s that were just full of this stuff people didn't even know you know I mean, I love it, and I haven't set foot in it, so I can imagine. <laughs> but you guys know, you know the Herstory Instagram, right? Uh, yeah, I think I think I remember it's, I mean, that. Yeah. I don't think I'm familiar. Are you serious? What? Uh, but it's, all I know is it's <laughs> run by this uh, New Yorker, so that's why I was like... I will I will definitely look into yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like... That sounds up my yeah, alley. Yeah, it was massive. Like, it really blew up like a, a couple of years ago. Um and uh, I'm late to it's, Amer it's American, so um, yeah. Oh, I thought you guys would. Show so we know all I the know, other American Instagram accounts. No, but it's like it's <laughs> very popular. <laughs> you know, once I went into a toilet in New York, and this girl came up to me and she was like, "Do you know John?" And I was like, "What?" She's like, "You're from England. Do you know John?" And I was like, "No, John." <laughs> and there's a lot of people called John in England. It's really weird. There's a lot of people called yeah. John. That's like the most common yeah, name. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what can you do? 
just like, oh, oh, John. Oh, of course, the only I John know. in England. Yes, yes, I know. Yeah, yeah I, know I know John. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so Taps, what is on your gay agenda? What is on my gay agenda? I think one of the things um, that I've been talking about quite a lot lately is that um, because I was, I, I for a while spoke quite publicly about the violence I suffered as a butch dyke, then a lot of people, all they ever asked me about was the violence and the negativity. And mm. I really found that problematic and upsetting really because there is more to my life than those bad things that happen. And I really worry about small children or kids, or whatever, thinking, oh, well, you can't be a butch dyke. Yeah, because you're going to go to prison or you're going to be attacked. And that's not the case. And I worry that that's all that people ever read about butch dykes. And I think there's also an element of kind of fetishizing violence against butch dykes as well. And uh, mm. so, yeah, I think my gay agenda would be one about positivity and um, showing people that I'm being a butch dyke is really awesome and it's really uh, wonderful to have a different perspective on the world by being queer and that it's really easy to have a really full and wonderful life full of love and have great sex and have great friends. And, uh, yeah, that's what I would, that's what I would say. Positivity. Yes. So many yeah. people want our stories to be like heartbreaking yeah. and tragic yeah. and like uplifting, but for them, not yeah, for right, us. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh, that reminds me of that, um, Starbucks commercial that came out recently where, it's uh, a trans person getting dead named the entire commercial. And then at the end, the Starbucks is like, here's your cup of coffee and like says that person's correct name. Mm. And it's like, oh, sure, but yeah, that's not... not actively using somebody's dead name is the bare minimum. You're Starbucks. I could give you any name yeah, and you'll exactly. they have, it out. They have to. That's not them being a good ally. That's just them literally repeating what you said to them. <laughs> because they have to. <laughs> and it's like, it's so, it's so indicative of like, and it's it improves on what other people have done, but like it's so indicative of the fact that like people just assume that all queer people are just having very bad lives yeah. all the time because of all the yeah, oppression, sure. and the oppression's not great. No, of course not. If if I was to give any constructive feedback to society, <laughs> I would say the oppression's no, yeah. not great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but like, there's also like really beautiful and wonderful moments, and like. I don't want to speak for everybody, but I wouldn't give them no. up for anything. Mm. So it's it's definitely worth, like, celebrating those and showing other people that, like, we're having very terrific yeah, lives. Yeah, because, you know, this is, like, what my mother told me. She was like, you're going to be alone. You're going to be have no mm. job. You're not going to be able to earn any money looking like that. Like, all the rest of it. And it's like, it just makes our journeys to be ourselves really challenging and really heartbreaking. If I can be out there and save someone else, a particularly younger person, a little tiny bit less heartache than by being myself and having the strength to, to, to not be ashamed of who I am and to speak publicly about it, the good and the bad, then I'll do that every day. Mm. Yeah, love that. Cool. Um, so, Jay, want to lead us in a game? All right. <laughs> so... uh. 
I was very inspired by the the. I just I'm so fond of the name Butch Please for your your club mm-hmm. night, <laughs> and I kind of spun off of that, and I ended up creating this game, uh, called uh, Let's Be Real Here. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Uh, where I collected uh, some names of actual real-life lesbian bars and clubs in the world and also made up some of my own. (laughs) And and y'all get to guess which ones actually exist and which ones I came up with. This is so good. (laughs) I might do this on stage at Butch, please. This is so good. (laughs) Please. Let's be real. I mean, oh, my God. Seriously, that's your title of my next record for sure. (laughs) Pun names for yes. the games is the one skill I bring to, uh, here to my gay agenda. I mean, I would argue with that, but I will say Jay is the absolute master of puns. I love, it. I love a pun. I love a pun. All right. Well, then buckle up. So you are, of course, our primary contestant. However, CJ does not know the answers to these okay. questions, so you can use them as a lifeline okay. or a second so, opinion. Yeah. Uh, shall we jump in? Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. The hen house. Fake or real? Real. I made oh. that one up. Oh my <laughs> now God. I need to start a bar called the hen house. It's, I'm, I was shocked when I Googled it that nothing came up. Yeah. I mean. That's like such a it's solid, really solid name. It may exist somewhere out there, but certainly like. The internet did not not provide me. So if it does exist, needs better marketing. Okay. Okay. How about Sugar Shack? I wish it wasn't real. (laughs) I think Sugar Shack is quite bad. (laughs) Hot takes. So you're going with unfortunately real? Sugar Shack is the name of a uh, place in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, oh, Wisconsin. here in the U.S. Oh. That tracks, okay, right? So that feels right. That that yeah. tracks insurmountably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's like it's like I'm glad for them to have a gay <laughs> club and, and the, good good yeah, on them. Good for them. Um, the, the next time they do, they'll get a brand, They'll get a better yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> I like alliteration, but... <laughs> sure, a lot of things start with the letter S. <laughs> All right. I've got some more alliteration. How about Chrome Cat? <gasps> I don't know, but like if I was going to start kind of like a butch mechanics club, maybe I'd call it Chrome <gasps> oh, Cat. Oh, my God. Or something like that. I don't know. No, no, I, I don't think it's real. No. It is. It's, is it? it's in Lansing, Michigan. Whoa. I promise not all of these are from the US. No, no, it's fine. I mean, I love, it's awesome. Like, you know, there's this whole world of really badly named lesbian bars out there. And Chrome Cat's so good, Chrome Cat's pretty good. Chrome Cat's pretty good. I quite like, I quite like Chrome Cat. I wanted to have like this like weird retro future design. Oh, yeah. I doubt it does, but I want that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I almost pictured like a roller skating oh, club cool. or something like that. I was just thinking dark, I want dark lots of which I now want. <gasps> you know, I was gonna say there should be more like lesbian roller skating opportunities, and then I was like roller derby. <laughs> <laughs> that already exists. Like, oh, hang on. <laughs> but where's like the one where you can just like go and skate in a circle and listen to pop music? No, that's you know, true. and not have to. That's true. 
be doing a sport necessarily. <laughs> I keep trying to go to roller derby to skate around and have fun times, but they keep hitting me. <laughs> All right. Next we have vanilla. Vanilla. Simply simply vanilla. just vanilla. Just vanilla. Okay. okay. Probably not a kink club. No. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it is. Unless it was unless it was like post Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But is it a real <sighs> club slash bar for lesbians? Yeah, real. It is real. Vanilla hey. is in uh, Manchester in the UK. Oh, I should know that. Oh. <laughs> I probably have been there. <laughs> I haven't been. Well, you can't remember I mean, every I... place you've been. <laughs> yeah. No, but there are like hardly also, any bars like... in the UK. So, like, oh, well, no, like mm. uh, lesbian bars, I mean. So, so mm. yeah. Right. I probably have been there. But I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, if it makes you feel better, I also clearly don't have the names memorized of every single club that exists in the United States. I know, I feel under so, pressure. Even the one, even if somebody asked me to name all of the ones in Philadelphia, which is a half hour away from me, I still would not be able to get okay. that one right. I think I can name one in Philly, and that's, that's shaky territory for me, because I'm not even sure if it's a lesbian club. It's just like... <laughs> I also don't go to clubs or bars, so well, there you go then. <laughs> it's great. I uh, I'm per- obviously the perfect person to come up with names for them. Uh... <laughs> right? Are you ready yep, for your next yep, one? Yeah, let's go. Okay, game of flats, real or fake? <laughs> fake. It is <laughs> fake. Yes, <laughs> but it's good. Okay. I yeah, I recently found out game of the game of flats is a 17th century. Um, euphemism for lesbian sex. Oh, I thought it was to do with like wearing flat shoes. Oh my gosh! Oh, you know, I feel like it can have an additional meanings in twenty twenty. We could do a butch please like theme would be flat shoes. <laughs> mm. Could we call game of flats? Now you're comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh the pixie palace. The the pixie palace. The pixie palace. <laughs> fake it is fake you're doing real good at this <laughs> i got i got a little sense for your made-up ones now <laughs> if that one was real i don't know what i would do <laughs> you spent like one minute right. coming up with that one didn't you <laughs> <laughs> look it was the last one jay. <laughs> jay how do you want to respond to these attacks <laughs> you right <laughs> All right, how about Third Dimension? Real. Real, yes. Third Dimension is in Manila in the Philippines. Oh, really cool. Awesome. I think that this game is really solidifying how much of a hoe I am for the sci-fi aesthetic. Because <laughs> I think every single one that has been slightly sci-fi-ish, I've been like, oh, I want it. <laughs> oh, I want the Third Dimension to be full of like metallic fabrics and glowing drinks. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. How about catwalk? Real. That one is fake. Uh, <laughs> Better than Pixie Palace. I got you. Yeah, yeah. You got me with catwalk. <laughs> I thought catwalk could be real. All right. This last one's my favorite. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I love alliteration. Okay. Uh, this last club is Meow Mix. Meow Mix. Oh my god. Real or fake? <laughs> it is literally impossible to tell. It is. It sounds like something bad you would come up with. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they said it was their favorite one. <laughs> I mean, I do like garbage, like, <laughs> famously. <true. laughs> I'm the camp um, counselor. Oh, God. Okay, real. Meow Mix is real. Oh. Yes. In New York Where? City. Of course. Oh, that, that sounds right. All I'm right. You very handily won. Let's be real here. Congratulations. Oh wow. We need to <laughs> organize some know? kind of world tour of all these bars. How good would that be? Yes. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd have a hoot. <laughs> Except for maybe, probably all these cool. bars are quite bad. <laughs> I want I mean, to that's believe. That's sort of the fun. That's sort of the fun of like a yeah, bar hop, yeah, yeah. right? Like just because so, sometimes you get some really beautiful locations, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be like my new favorite yeah, yeah. bar, and then like you get some that are like, this yeah, is a disaster. Well, yeah. Everything yeah, here yeah, is a yeah, nightmare. Yeah, totally. <laughs> You know what? They uh, we should put together a bingo sheet. <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> of what we would expect there at each one, and then see how many we can hit. The free space is a gender neutral bathroom because that should be yeah, a bare minimum. Yeah. Okay, hot take for yeah. the day. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I love that. Cool. Uh, so thank you so much for chatting with us, Tabs. Uh, would you like to plug anything of yours? Yeah, I mean, uh, as I said, I was a musician, so I've written this new EP called Love Like This, uh, which is basically about, yeah, my experience of being a butch dyke, and I've written it and produced it myself, and recorded it myself, and uh, I think it's quite good. So you should check it out. It's on Spotify, um, under tabs, and you can find me on other handles, tabs, L-D-N, which is like shortened version of London. See what I did? Oh. So it's like Tabs, LDN, Tabs London on Instagram and everywhere else, usual places. But yeah. Heck yeah. And it's also on band, Bandcamp as well. I, yeah. I, listened to the, uh, I listened to the EP today while I was uh, relaxing before I did, my cool. show tonight. Like, and it's, it, I, I loved it a whole lot. Like, it's, it's very, like, it, like, soundscape yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, but with, like, proper songs and kind of proper singing. Uh, yeah. definitely kind of inspired by like Katie Lang, Joni Mitchell, but also like Massive Attack, kind of Bjork sort of soundscapey type stuff as well. Mm. Okay, I'm very sorry. And and <laughs> and I met Katie yeah. Lang last year, which was amazing. Yeah, nice. after a show in London. Oh. The best bit was I said, "Hi, I'm Tabs," and she said, "I know." <gasps> yeah, because she follows oh, the Butch Please Instagram, so that was pretty cool. That's awesome. yeah, I know. I nearly died and wet myself oh my at the same time. and then they took a really bad picture like i mean she looks good obviously but i'm just like my face is that's our gay agenda that's our gay agenda we just want to exist (laughs) (laughs) really focus on yeah yeah, exactly and i am there look that is me this part (laughs) but yeah so please check out my ep like um I often end up ch- chatting about Butch Please quite a lot to people, but um, making music is my first, fa- my first love, my first passion. So, yeah, and I don't think there's many oh, people yeah. making music 
specifically about you know my experience and um yeah so i'd like to add that into the mix and maybe it means something to some people yeah go check yeah. it out everyone thank you uh, Jay, you want to plug your social media stuff? Uh, yeah. If you want to uh, tweet names for queer clubs at me, you can <laughs> find me on Twitter at underscore glittergoblin underscore, and I link to my other social medias occasionally from there. <laughs> I'm totally going to do this at Butch Place. Can I steal it? Can I steal it from you? Oh, you have my full permission. Basically, because at the start of each night, we do what I call the skill share. So we've had all sorts of things from... Uh, We've had dykes on bikes, so I rode into the venue on a, on a motorbike on Harley Davidson. We've had the safe sex Skillshare, so we talk about safe sex. We've talked about Me Too. We've had uh, people from trans charity. We've had people from... And we have all sorts of stuff. We have fun stuff, and we have, like, serious stuff. But it's interactive, so it's a way of kind of, you know, getting people uh, engaged in the night. And this would be the perfect game to play. It would be awesome. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> That's really cool. And we can do guest... Uh, yeah, we've done, like, our last one I did, I did erotic reading competition. So I found all this, like, really <gasps> erotic writing, like Joan Nessel and stuff. Um, Pat Califia from, oh like, gosh. the 80s. And people came up on stage and read sections of it. Like, it was so radical. People were just, like... You could tell people had never kind of, like, said that kind of stuff out loud, let alone on stage. It was, like, yeah, that was a good one. That was cool. So we do all sorts <laughs> of stuff. And this would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> And I will totally credit you. These are terrible you. names I came up with, if you know. I will totally credit you. <laughs> you reckon if I stand on stage, though, and I'm like, what was it, Catbox? What did you, what, lit, Catwalk. Litter Tray. No, it was, uh... <laughs> oh, Meow Mix. Meow Mix. <laughs> litter Tray. <laughs> You'd literally, I, people are going to be like, no way. Or what was the other one? Another one that was funny. Yeah, Meow Mix. Sugar, Sugar Shack. Sugar Shack, yeah, I mean. Sugar Shack. Yeah. I don't know. I quite like Catbox. Catbox. <laughs> I just made that one up. <laughs> Catbox. I feel like that one's got some <laughs> tr- tricky levels to it. Mm. See, I was going to say potential. <laughs> no. <laughs> awesome. And now to do the podcast promo. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, while you're there, um, ratings and sharing with your friends really helps us a whole bunch. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Our handle is Gay Agenda Cast. And you can join us on Patreon, much like Rachel Chrome Cat Higgins and Snail, who just joined us. Uh, thank you very much to Snail. Um, and to all of our Patreon supporters who Help us keep this gay train rolling into town. <laughs> you can't mention trains without me thinking about Skimbleshanks now. I know, it's a curse. Oh. <laughs> Cats has ruined us. Cats has ruined the yep. show. <laughs> it's really destroyed the show as we know it. Okay, until next time, put this in your gay agenda. Fight the power. Love yourself. Do something fun with your look today. Really, really explore <laughs> your vibe. And that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. That's-